Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My friendly neighborhood corner store has a thief who apparently only steals lighters. Not sure how many lighters a thief needs, but what do I know? <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves. We're all just killing time until we can go to bed and wake up to a new game of Wordle. I mean, that is what I do, but tell that to all my friends who stop playing and think I'm kidding when I brag and say, I got Wordle in two. <laughs> time is the greatest illusion. A flat circle, if you will. But hear this, high and mighty time. You are not the boss of me. Nor of me. Have such a good day. 
welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that. Hi, 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 everybody. Welcome hi. to the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. Well, hopefully, <laughs> yes. Ho- hopefully you are entertained because we're here, whether you <laughs> like it or not. <laughs> Hear that, internet? How y'all doing? What's, what's yeah. shaking? How you been? Um, sometimes Heather, when you, when you say the absurdity of life for, for your entertainment, I think of, this is very, uh, eighties kid stuff, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I think of the commercial for the fabric softener called snuggle (laughs) where there was like a teddy bear and, and, and the, you know, the whole thing was like the teddy bear is like, I can make your laundry better. (laughs) Is it the voice? And the tagline at the end of the commercial was like, for snuggly softness, that's really less expensive. So is it the way I say it, like the tone? It's not really anything about how you say it, but I'm like, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of snuggle softness, fabric softener. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, speaking of uh, the oh. 80s, Sarah, I actually, sometimes when I I'll watch a movie at night, and then there's like maybe a half hour, 45 minutes to kill before I want to turn in. And yeah. so sometimes I'll just turn on whatever's like, right there you know like they just give give you those recommendations and the other night it was like it was some kind of wonderful and oh, do you yeah. remember that classic yeah. uh, with eric stoltz and i didn't finish it i just watched like the first like half an hour and boy did it bring me back it was like it was like i remembered dialogue like i remembered the scenes so distinctly even though when i approached pressing play on the movie i didn't all these memories didn't come crashing in it was more like when it was playing out it was like oh my god i remember this movie i haven't seen this for 30 years or whatever it is i mean i've, yeah. I've not rewatched it well um, and but it boy, was um, did it date and <laughs> i'm 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 going to do them a disservice but it was leah thompson right Yes, who who, who played cutie. the mom in Back to the Future? Yep, super and then cutie. Mary Stuart Masters. Yeah, who's a super cutie too? I don't know which one I like. Totally, more. yeah, with like like the like cropped short blonde hair where you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, and she always so had cool. those like she had the tassels on her like drumming gloves, and she'd always like drum yeah. around school, and she totally. Had I don't remember anything Stoltz. about that movie, but I remember it being like in the John Hughes era, where yeah. like as like a fourth grader, I was like, these are the coolest teens oh, ever. Totally. I mean, Mary Stuart yeah. Masterson was, I mean, God, I just remember, yeah, totally idolizing her because I was a little bit tomboyish, not as much as she was in that movie. She was, she's quite, quite the tomboy. Um, that's, but, yeah, that's um, the whole point. I admired of her a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah, mm. the, the dude, the main dude, Eric Stoltz wouldn't go for her because he, he was more into the girly girl. Of course, which, which was, which was the whole like, um, you know, pretty in pink. <laughs> it's like they all kind of oh, yeah. had the same theme going on where it's like the girl who's the underdog who you don't realize <laughs> is actually the prettiest one in the room, you know. <laughs> and I, rem- I remember watching Pretty in Pink, you know, at the time, like when that movie was, you know, was released. I don't think I was allowed to see it in theaters because it was probably rated R. But, you know, I saw it soon afterwards. And I remember um, this is not a spoiler because it literally happened 30 years ago, uh, if not 40. But, um, uh, you know, at the end of the movie, she's sort of like, I'm going to go to prom anyway, even if everybody has done me wrong. And she has this like beautiful, big, you know, fluffy pink dress. And uh-huh. she like she's like a good sewer. That's like her thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she sews it into like a very like, you know, mod 80s type of thing. And I remember 
watching it with my friend and like the two of us looked at each other and we were like she ruined it she ruined the princess dress why would anybody do this however on a plane not that long ago um i watched the movie because it was like offered up as like you know one of the things that you know you can watch for free and mm -hmm. the dress that she makes is like way better than the original dress which just goes to show you like what you know a seven-year-old sarah thinks is like a cool like princess pony dress <laughs> well, you know rather than something that i would wear today yes of course and the thing i think my point with bringing that movie up is that i do talk about watching movies from previous decades a lot but the, the 80s in particular and movies that were so quintessential 80s like this one gosh it, it's like you really start feeling your age because it, it starts to feel dated you know and, and some of the yeah just like the the way the film stock is the kind of yeah the styles and the way people communicated. I mean, there were no cell phones back then. I mean, there's a lot of things that just been thinking about time a lot lately. You know, I just had a birthday. I'm approaching like a new decade soon. And yeah, it just time. It's not a very like kind thing. It just it never like expresses anything amiable. It doesn't say hello. It doesn't you know, it just kind of keeps moving. And yeah, you never you, like you, wake you can't up and go, it. God, I feel really young. No, you, you basically you have <laughs> to just, keep. You're never gonna it. do that. You're Even never if you gonna feel do that. well rested. You're never gonna be like, wow, look at look at me in the mirror. Like I look. Fucking no you can't not hit a pause happen. button you know you can't i mean even though we can do a lot with technology we haven't been able to do that yet but <laughs> it is a trip i mean you don't think about it that much when you're younger i think when you're older when you have more time behind you you can you can kind of philosophize about it a little bit anyway time's going by really quickly and another reason why i'm thinking about it a lot as my friends chat about new year's resolutions i have a lot of friends in a group who like doing those they do like vision boards sure. and stuff and like you and i are yeah. kind of not totally like that even though i'd love to try a vision board i've never done it sounds cool but we're coming to the end of a year and we are almost in 2023 and it's just like some of these years even though there's 365 days packed into a year which is a lot of days they just go by quickly and and you can't even yeah. articulate what that feels like it's just like oh my gosh it's another year like i have another year under my belt and we're starting a new year and it i think a lot about that stuff when a new year is approaching and what you know what do i celebrate as the calendar changes to a new number you know 100 percent. i i i used to when i was a kid my parents would i thought they were shining me on i thought they were being silly you know where they'd be like how old are we mm -hmm. so my parents were the same age and mm -hmm. uh you know they they grew up together i mean they knew how old they were and how old the other person was but like they'd kind of mm -hmm. be like how old? but when we're we, we know when we were born but how old are we now and i'd be like you guys are so like stop it you know how old you are you know but <laughs> i am now at the age where i'm like how old am i <laughs> i know when i was born <laughs> that is yeah. a that is a you know a um a, a a point that I, yeah i'm never gonna forget but like i do kind of go like how old am i i know i'm not older than i am but sometimes i like think i'm like am i 45 well no 46 yep yep it yep, starts to like not matter you know what i mean like it starts it totally to feel, doesn't matter yeah doesn't matter at yeah. all and it's all relative as we've talked about in previous uh shows but so i <laughs> sarah i um 
I wanted to mention this to you because I, I have a little bit of a gripe and I, I think that you, since you're like the technology gal in my life and in probably a lot of people's lives, Hit um, me. I wanted to yeah. know how you felt about this. Um, God, I just, you know, I remember the days where you, you know, before Apple TV became Apple TV Plus, you know, I'd rent movies a lot on Apple TV. You'd, cut, I mean, you, I'm sorry, iTunes. You would open it up. Yeah. And you, I mean, I used to rent stuff a lot. Um, and, totally. you know, the interface so is different I. now. It, it's a different platform. It's like they make their own content. I get it. I understand. You can still rent stuff on there, but it's not as uh, forward facing. They're pushing their content. I get it. So you have I mean, to, it, on a lot of these platforms. You also just have so many other places to rent things. So it's, you know. You, you do. Kinda, but it's. I feel like it's people, not, unless you unless you have like brand loyalty, you're hunting and pecking for the things that you true. want to see. This is true. And I used to just default go to go to iTunes. But so now, it, it, you know, it's harder. Okay, let me take a step back. So I've got some su subscriptions. Fine. I watch, you know, sometimes I watch a lot of like uh, analog DVDs or Blu-rays when we have them. Um, and then we watch a lot of streaming. So we have like Criterion, Netflix. We go in and out of Netflix. We've got HBO. We go in and out of some other platforms. But renting a movie in particular that's what i'm talking about not just like a subscription movie you can see when you have a subscription i know that there's some movies that i could see on like showtime if i had a subscription i'm talking specifically let's let's buy a 2.99 you know rental uh, on amazon or whatever but my point is is that it's kind of harder than ever to like figure out where to get this movie and um, there's a website that's really cool that uh, I meant to mention months back when I was working on the movie. One of the producers told me about it. Um, Tyler, if you're listening, um, thank you for, for recommending this. It is called justwatch.com. <laughs> and it's just all one word, just watch. And y'all might know about this. And uh, I've, again, known about it for a while. I, I don't know about it. it up, but so yeah. It's kind of cool. So, so what I love about it is that, because I, I wanted to watch since we're talking about movies today and content and entertainment and TV, whatnot, I wanted to watch at least something that could end up on my favorites list for this year. Um, and so I had a list of things that I'm like, let's see if these are available for rent because I'll, I'll pay for it all, you know. And when you go to that website, so say you put in, so the one that I wanted to watch was um, Bones and All. And mm -hmm. um, it's the new Luca Guadagnino movie with uh, Timothy Chalamet and Chloe Sevigny. And um, I, you know, I rented it for $19.99, which I normally don't do that. I, uh, most of the rentals, I do $2.99, $3.99, $4.99 max usually. But I did this because we were going to go see it in the movie theater, but we didn't have time. And I figured we would be spending more going to the movie theater. So I I just decided to do it. But I put in the title into justwatch.com and it shows you where it's available on subscription. So like if it were, uh, you know, uh, an HBO movie and it was out, you know, it would tell you, you can watch it for free if you have a subscription. Or here are the cheapest ways. It even has like a little column where it's like, here are the cheapest ways you can rent it. So it like aggregates everything for you. So instead of, because I spend so much time going into my, my smart TV 
trying to figure out where which platform is this movie available on and if I have to rent it and then I'm like searching around and then like half the time Amazon is like they say it's available on Amazon but then you go there and it's like sorry you know this is how you can watch it and then you get you go on these like wild goose chases and and so I just wanted to recommend if you are looking for any kind of movie that you know movies are weird right now because they're they they have these short stints in the theater some of them longer than others right. But then they some, have these, well, you never know when something's coming online. Yeah, in theaters and also online at the same time. But you're seeing less of that because theaters are, you know, now getting patrons again. Mm-hmm. It, it It is confusing. It's confusing for the consumer, for sure. And then most of these platforms also make you go to the app. They won't even let you via your TV, which I think is whack. And this is what I wanted to ask you is, okay, I want to I want to rent this movie um and it's via apple tv and it wouldn't let me do it via the uh interface on my tv i had to go on my phone into the apple tv app rent it from there and then go back in and get it in my account and the amazon does the same thing you have to go into the app and it tells you to do that it says you can't rent it here you have to go on a computer or a phone i'm like why why like that seems so backwards to me especially with how far we've come with this kind of thing that seems well, so especially weird to if me. you were let's say you were like i don't know you know you were at a vacation home right and for whatever mm-hmm. reason like your phone's dead or something and you're like can i just do it through the tv interface um i don't really have this problem that you're describing heather hmm. just because uh you know it, I don't know. I can't think of the last time I tried to do something within an app on my TV. My TV is quite old. It's a decade mm. old at this point. Well, maybe that's so, why. So it is a smart TV in a certain sense, but I just do everything through um, uh, various apps, uh, you know, mobile apps or, you know, mm-hmm. something uh, that I'm doing desktop wise and then uh, uh, make sure that it's connected to my my Apple TV, which the Apple TV is the only um, streaming uh, streaming box that I use on a regular basis, even though I have others. So yeah, I don't know. I guess your mileage may vary. That is annoying, though. Um, yeah, because it's, it's a smart TV and it's a new TV. It's like you'd think it would be smarter than that. Well, yeah, not. if it's a new TV, I that that is that. I guess it just depends on the service and the service hmm. wanting you to do things a certain way. Um, doesn't make it any better, but yeah, I think, I think a lot of, I, I hear this complaint from people all the time. You do? You know, people go, Sarah, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I just have to like see your setup. Yeah, totally. I don't totally totally know what the solution is unless I was like going to tinker around. Yeah. Although I've been staying at my mom's, um, just because I've been, you know, recovering from some stuff health wise over the last week and yeah, I've got my mom set up on all sorts of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. she she has access to my Plex Media server, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but that sometimes, like, she got a new Apple TV recently, mm-hmm. and she has like a television in every room in her house. Wow. God bless my mother. Mm-hmm. You cannot go to her house and bathroom you, too. You can't go to the bathroom and not watch a movie. <laughs> wow. That's she is she's dedicated. But um, there, there was one <laughs> Apple TV where she was like. Yeah, I don't know. It's like not working. I need your help. And I was like, all right. And it was a little, there was a little bit of like, you know, let's figure this out. Like it was, it was kind of weird, mm-hmm. but, uh, but anyway, I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of, 
I'm used to us being in that era of like cutting the cord, yeah. figuring out other things. And sometimes it doesn't work super seamlessly. And we'll probably look back on this era and be like, remember when we had to like log into all these like networks? I know. That's the Depending thing. Depending so on funny. what we wanted to watch, like how, you know, how how pedestrian of us. I know. I always think about like, you know, when people complain about air travel, I always think of that Louis C.K. bit where he's just like, you know, stop grousing about traveling. I mean, you're in this like little thing that has wings in the sky and it's taking yeah. you around the world. No, I don't know. Yeah. You got to take a I step know. back. Yeah. And... Mm -hmm. Indeed you do. So on that note, um, Heather and I decided that, you know, we haven't really talked about stuff we're watching. I mean, we talk about stuff that we watch obviously all the time, but a little bit in more detail of like, mm -hmm. you know, what we watch, how we watch, when we watch, why we watch. Um, so we thought we'd spend a little bit of time on that today, and you know, just kind of, just kind of give uh, y'all like a little bit more of a themed show. <laughs> I'm sure some of you are like, oh god, end Who of cares the year. Sarah theme. and Heather are watching. But you know what's really funny though is that this is very kind of old school television. The way we used to do things like in broadcast tv at the end of the year when people needed to take vacation and we needed to do dark weeks on shows we would do compilation episodes and we would do best ofs you know best of the year um you know yeah themed shows so it's kind of pulling from the experience of doing those and i remember having to put those together a lot back in the day i mean i personally would like to talk about my favorite kind of entertaining things whether it was tv or movies or theater for that matter um, mm -hmm. of 2022. Like what, what was my favorite viewing experience, plural, uh, of the year? That's what I would love to talk about. So I don't know, Sarah, who are you gonna be kicking this off? Yeah, I'll kick it off. Um, and this is actually, so yeah, I mean, as as everybody who knows me knows, uh, I, lo I love my, um, my, my, when I say trash TV, I, I, I almost feel like that's, disparaging unnecessarily i like i like my reality television which is you know stuff that i put on in the background i often use it to go to sleep mm -hmm. or when i'm like gonna be in the kitchen fussing around for an hour and i don't really need to look at it um and so there's there's that that's not what we're gonna be talking about today but um, I did have some like pretty cool takeaways from stuff that I watched this year. And I'll start with um, a series that isn't actually even over um, called Fleischman is in Trouble mm -hmm. that I am very into. Um, it's a mini series. So I believe that once the probably 10 episodes are done, I think we're done. I love a mini series. Um, yeah, I know because you know you know you kind of go like, well, I can commit, but like I don't have to commit for like the next like five years. Exactly. You know, if it's not right for me. Anyway, this show, and I, I, I will, um, you know, as, as always, I will keep it spoiler free. But if you were to look up the show and you're not familiar or haven't watched it, it's it's sort of uh, broadly about uh, midlife crises, divorce etc etc mm -hmm. and you might go like eh, that doesn't sound very fun um and it's not really a very fun show it's not very funny um there's some comedy in there but it's not really very funny uh it's very poignant um very new york city based um mm -hmm. which i enjoy um some people don't you know so your mileage may vary but what was funny was 
I had been recommended it uh, by somebody who was way ahead of me, like, oh, you're going to like the show. So I watched the first episode and I was like, I do like the show. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then that same, that same person was way ahead of me and was like, ah, new episode of Fleischman tonight. Like, but we can't watch it because like, you're like, you're so far behind. You've only <laughs> seen the first episode and like, this is like episode seven. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, let's just play it. It's, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes I don't totally care. I'm me like, too. we'll, we'll see it and I'll go back and, you know, maybe, you know, uh, put some things together in the middle if necessary mm-hmm. and so we we watched this uh this epi- i think it was episode seven and i was like dang whoa a lot of things have happened in the show since the first show since the first episode that was kind of setting this up and i've i've subsequently gone back and and watched a few of the episodes and kind of like to the point where like they rocked me so hard that i watched a couple of them again mm-hmm. where i was like i need to like absorb this again <laughs> and it is i this is my jam this is my kind of show everybody and i you know my mom was like would i like it which is always like the mom like you know uh, it's the turn test where i'm like i don't know mom i don't know i think you might just think that everybody's very miserable <laughs> but i like it because is it kind of that, a dark comedy it's not even a comedy it's really not funny at all. Um, it's it's dark, it's but it's dark. um, I it's think like a it's drama. I think, I think it's a, yeah, it's a drama, drama, and I think it's I think it's relatable. But I don't. I would not say like, hey, you want something uplifting? Watch Fleischman is in trouble. <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> um, but it's also not about like death and destruction. You know, a hundred percent of the time. Like, I think there are a lot of things about it that speak to me and probably speak to people who might have felt a little wayward mm-hmm. um you know in that middle age you know if middle age is somewhere between 30 and 70 mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah uh but i don't know i i mean i i like the show i like it a lot it actually so sounds I, that, that's like... one of the things that it, it has really stuck with me yeah, I, I, it's totally up my alley. I, I know what it is I'm familiar with. The only reason why I haven't seen it, because I know that it would be something that I would be into. You would, um, you would, I know you would like it. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of some of those actors, and um, I don't have Hulu. And it's just like one of those things that I can just get it, um, but I'm kind of like watching things on other platforms right now. And so I kind of cycle through. So I will get to a point where I will watch it, and I will become a Hulu member. Um, yeah. That's cool. Well, I, it's I'm an definitely going to put it on my list. It's an FX show, but yes, Hulu. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, let's I mean, look at this. Just watch and see where I can watch it. It speaks to your point of like, yeah, like where do I watch this thing? Yep. Um, which is, uh, you know, an an issue a lot of people have. Yeah, it looks like. Um, I mean, it is a Hulu original, so I'd imagine you can. I guess it looks oh. like you can watch it on Disney Plus because in the the Hulu bundle. But yeah, sure. I mean, because it's yeah. an original, I think you can <laughs> until, only watch it on Hulu. until that relationship goes sour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I that that would be my. This is you know, when I'm thinking of all of the things that I watched in 2022, of which there were many great movies and TV shows. This is the most recent where I'm just like. That was a good show, and cool. and it's not over yet. I mean, I I'm I'm still watching it. But um, if anybody has thoughts on um, on Fleischman, um, I would love to hear them. <laughs> it's heavy content, heavy content for sure. 
But, you know, so is Yellowstone. Also a lot a of show. the stuff that I like actually is, well, I guess it's like either heavy or dark comedy. I mean, I, I don't mind heavy. I know some of our viewers don't like that. In fact, um, one of the movies I watched last night, I know some of our viewers, I, I want to urge them not to watch it because it is a little heavy. Um, but uh, but I can kind of handle it. I think what for me- was it? Oh, well, it was just the uh, all- or sorry, the bones and all the Luca Guadagnino oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, got it. And um, it's it's basically like a modern vampire tale. It's like a love story, um, but it's you know it it's 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 suggestive of something that's kind of intense. And yeah, there's a I didn't even realize Chloe Sevigny was in it, but her her cameo, she's pretty much just in one scene. It's it's pretty shocking, Sarah. <laughs> hmm, I didn't even okay. know she was in it, and she, I was like, is that Chloe Sevigny? what yeah it's yeah, i think they kind of kept it sort of quiet that she was because uh -huh. she had such a small role that maybe they did that on purpose to um keep it as like a little drum up interest drum up interest yeah so yeah, yeah. it was just it was it was funny because I, I watched that one in particular and i spent 20 bucks on it uh to rent it because i dang girl i know bucks. i don't i don't normally do that but but you pay more going to the movie theater and like we would we would have normally totally done true. that so it's like to me yeah. it's like not that big of a deal but um also i i wanted to see something that i thought might make it into my favorites list for this year but it didn't and i i i really thought it would i there's a lot of other movies i haven't seen um, that are out right now that uh, would probably be also on my 2022 favorites list but this one didn't quite cut it. I I really like the director. Um, he did Call Me By Your Name. Um, he's uh -huh. he's yeah. done a lot of stuff that I find, I don't know, I, I really like his storytelling. I love his, he always uses a lot of the same actors too, over and over. Um, he's a Sicilian director and I just think he's really interesting. So I always wanna see his stuff. It wasn't as good as I thought. It still is a good movie. It is. It's a. It's a. It's a well done movie. I, it was in, interesting because I got into like a pretty thick conversation with my boyfriend about it last night because he was saying he made a really good point. Timothy Chalamet is. We yeah, all know that little that twink. He, yeah. yeah. He. But the the camera loves him. I mean, it just does. I don't. I mean, I'm just gonna say this right now. And Timothy, I know you don't love I him. Have no problem with you specifically. I'm I I I get it. The internet mm -hmm. loves you, but I'm like I look at him and I'm like, really? He guys? doesn't do it for you. No, he does not do it for me. He's not a bad actor. I'm not. Yeah. I, there's please no takeaway from you know um, from uh, from skill here. But I'm like really <laughs> what why why why? Yeah, everybody? no, I hear you. But I you mean, know, to each you... their own. I the beholder, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and the thing is, is you can't, we don't really know why the camera likes certain people. I just think it's an interesting thing to talk about. Like, uh, like because you hear that term, the camera loves so-and-so. And it's like, so basically, we don't have to get into that, but he is, yeah. he's a charmer. He's got this gravitas that not every actor has. Um, and he has, he, he's, he's definitely one of the main characters, but then there's this girl who it kind of plays her story out more than his story she's more of the main she has the most screen time and it's kind of telling her story um and then they're kind of are together and her name is taylor russell she's she's a little bit of an unknown at least to me um she's very good but she's not as the camera doesn't love her as much 
as Timothy Chalamet. And, and it's like they're on screen so much together that in a way, I think if she rose up to that level, it would have maybe been a better movie. I mean, it's a good movie, but it didn't mm, make my mm-hmm. didn't make my top list. All right. Um, well, as you were talking about this, as one does, I Googled <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, uh, Taylor Russell. Are they dating? Um, I don't apparently know. they're not. Apparently no. they're not. Um, after Bones and all, but um, they had on-screen chemistry to the point that people thought, well, maybe they are. They did have good chemistry. They, it, I don't it know. Was, I mean, maybe definitely... maybe they still are. You know, who knows. I don't know. Maybe they're best I mean, buds. I, Timothy, Timothy, I got no bones with you. I, I, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Uh, you know, bones and all. But I, I just, I don't know. I look at him and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand why people, you know, like, for example, a lot of women that I know, adult women, are just mm-hmm. like, oh, gosh, has anyone been as cute as Timothy and Shelley? Men. And I'm like, <laughs> I think like uh, Well, yeah, of, of course. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I think there are a lot of people more attractive than that. But, but it's all, you know, it's, 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 it's a look. It's a look. It is a look. And, and it doesn't you know, have to be your okay look. It's okay if you're kind of like a, a slight young man with, you know, big eyebrows and sort of those sort of, uh, I don't know. He's very skinny. He was very skinny in this, but I don't remember him being as skinny he's in just, other movies. He's a, he's a little man. He's a little he's waif. A little man. Yeah. And you he know is. what? I'm a He's little tall, person, though. so, so uh, I mean, I'm not a little person. Sounds but like I'm, you'd be a I'm, good match. I'm a small in person. I'm uh-huh. a small. <laughs> right. I don't need another one of me, Heather. Nope, nope, nope. That's <laughs> never been what I'm going for. But um. So what about what else have you liked this year? Yeah. So on the subject of just kind of movies and TV shows, um, TV show stuff, I feel like I kind of want. You know, I watched Andor. Really liked it really liked it in fact um and spoke to a few of my friends who were like i'm not really a star wars person but i've heard so many good things like what do you think and i'm like watch it and then they were like oh my god such a good show um because it's not so much about like oh luke skywalker references and Uh you know stuff that i think somewhat puts people off where they're like i'm not a star wars person Mm -hmm. it's not really a star wars show at all it definitely takes place in that universe to some extent, but definitely feels like a departure in a good way. Really good. Um, yeah, I've heard and, good things. Uh, so you don't have to love Star Wars to get into it. No, in fact, you don't even really have to know who anybody is on Star Wars hmm. because it's it's just taking place like in a galactic empire that mm-hmm. you know happens to exist, and like maybe they're like slight references here and there but like it would not take away from you know you following the plot at all it's very much a, a standalone thing which i i, I i'm sure the uh, the lucas arts and disney people did on purpose you know mm-hmm. to get you know other people who were like eh, i'm not a star wars person to get into yeah. it um that's how i feel about star trek i'm just mm-hmm. not really like a star trek person you're not a trek even though i'm 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 not Trekker. I think <laughs> they they call. Oh, it's not Trekkie. Okay, see, what do I know? Well, it's you know, it's it's you know, it's. I think you could have a debate about that, but uh, but yeah, it just has never been my thing all that much, you know, because I always I tell like people, the old like, Star Trek. Well, I, don't, I don't, I don't like space, and they're like, but you like Star Wars, and I'm like, it's true. I love Star Wars. 
I mean, I can't get You're enough of Star Wars. You're walking contradiction, like, Sarah. <laughs> I really am. Yeah, I can't. I know how I much you don't like together. space. I know this. I know this. I actually I think about you every time I just personally don't want to go to up. space. I don't hate no. the idea of space. I'm just like, I would rather die than go to space. Yeah, just, yeah like you would not me, even if someone put offered me in the you a million dollars. In the ocean, on Earth. So That's wait, wait. Where if, so I if would I, rather if, die. Let's just say, what if someone did offer you a million dollars? Like, what would be the price that you would go to space? Oh, like gosh. what would make you For go to a million dollars i'd probably go <laughs> okay all right because then okay, i so could just your... like you know retire <laughs> but i wouldn't like it and i'd probably you take might like it it might surprise you i wouldn't like it no i i know i wouldn't i do not so, want to be off the ground at mm-hmm. all ever don't want it but uh going back to stuff that we've watched this year and this was sort of a just sort of a funny surprise so i was on a plane um going cross country from uh california to new york a couple months ago you know so i was i was gonna basically be uh a uh, captive audience for the better part of six hours and um my plane you know had wi-fi and you know all the things where i can just kind of just be on my laptop and just while the time away but I was mm-hmm. sort of like eh you know watch something you know I'll just put something yeah. on the you know the little screen in front of me and I'll like mm-hmm. watch it or not and um they always have like they have like the weirdest things where like here are the you know 10 movies that we have to choose from new releases where you're like I don't want any of these and then yeah. it's like here are some classic movies where I'm like mm, maybe yeah you know that movie I've seen like five times might be nice and then there was like a documentary section where it was, you know, a variety of things that I hadn't seen. And mm-hmm. I had heard from a friend, uh, I don't know, maybe earlier in 2022, maybe even earlier than that. I don't know. Time is a flat circle, as you say, Heather. <laughs> but uh, they were like, oh, that Tony Hawk documentary is really good. Tony Hawk being, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. one of the, the you know, most famous skateboarders. And I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when I was in college, I watched so many surfing videos. I know skateboarding videos are not the same, but they kind of go hand in hand. There was a lot of surfing and And skating that, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, snowboarding, exactly, that I observed. And I was sort of like, yeah, I'll get to it. And they were like, there's more to it than you think. But in Mm -hmm. my mind, I was like, I don't know, skateboarding documentary, like, I'll be in the mood someday and -hmm. I'll watch it. Anyway, that day on the plane, I was like, eh, what else do I got to do? You know, I've got my laptop. I'll put it in the background. Mm-hmm. It is. So this uh, this documentary, if you're not familiar, is called Until the Wheels Fall Off. Hmm. And it is way more interesting than you think it's going to be. It's I'll not just Maybe about Maybe it'll be on the plane when I, <laughs> this weekend. Maybe it will. Yeah. And, and if so, awesome. watch it. It's it's definitely about skateboarding, but no, it's way more about like family and drive and and like the uh, culture know, of skateboarding. Culture kind of, of that, lifestyle. but also being outside of the culture of that and mm-hmm. like working your way in and becoming sort of a hero, but like not without uh, some. Uh, scrapes and bruises along the way you know mm-hmm. and that's you know metaphorical it's really good cool really good like when i was over i was like that was crazy i had no idea this was going to be such an interesting documentary i really recommend it to anybody you know 
got a spare couple hours and you don't know the Tony Hawk story, which I did not. I just knew he was a good skateboarder. I didn't yeah. know anything about his I'll life. I totally anything watch it. about, you know, how he got to where he was or, you know, what happened along the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really cool. Really I mean, good. I, really I grew good. up with a lot of skateboarders, especially in high school. It was very popular back then. Well, it still is, but it was like, you know, I guess yeah. in my hometown, it was a big thing. But, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I definitely, I'm a little behind on documentaries, um, which I'm not proud of. There's a kind of have a long list, but I, I kind of, I put together like a short, I guess a short list. I, I didn't, I didn't, I'm sure I'm missing something. Um, but I'm going to add that to my list, Sarah, my ongoing to watch list. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think I brought up a few of these and I, I'm not going to get into any uh, major detail, but um, here are a few that I absolutely loved this year. They were my, definitely in my top 10. Uh, I mentioned this Norwegian, like kind of a dramedy, the worst person in the world. Um, so mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. It seriously is in my top three from this year. And I loved it so much. I love the main character, the girl. She's kind of looking for love and meaning in like her life in the modern world. And she's kind of floating through life and like making decisions on a whim and then like wondering if she should have made that decision. And I just relate to her a lot. It's very good. Very, very good. Um, Go check out justwatch.com and see where you can watch it. And then I loved Bergman Island. Um, This is, it's a great movie. Sarah, I think you would really like it. Um, It's basically about a couple that spend some time on an island that inspired Ingmar Bergman, the filmmaker. Mm. And they um, they want to write, you know, they write. Is it really an island? Yeah, it's really. Was it like a like a funny creative thing? No, it's really an island. It's really good. It's like it's because they're writing. Also, they're like screenwriters. And so they're like it's just it's a kind of a dreamy, cool movie. I think you would enjoy it. Love oh. that. Um, Licorice Pizza, which is, you know, the um, Paul Thomas Anderson which I movie love this year. Me and too. So many people were like, Sarah, I don't know what you I see know. in that movie. And people I'm like, were divided. I loved that movie. Yeah, I thought it, it was, I watched it twice, like front to back when I was like, oh, I love that. It's funny. I think movie. Elijah, I mean, I loved it too, but I think Elijah loved it even more than I did. So maybe you guys are on par. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe so. Yeah, I, I had a, um, I, I had a friend watch it with me and like halfway through, he was like, I'm a little underwhelmed. Like, mm-hmm. should I like push through? And I was like, mm, I don't know. I mean, you're not into it. You're not into it. It's if like, you're not it, like, it's like, there's not no right or wrong here. Yeah. I just found it like so adorable. I yeah. loved that movie. Yeah, it was great. And I, I just... Sarah, I really want you to watch this because it has a lot of animals in it and it's really cute, but also dark, but it's like a dark comedy. It's it's funny. It's the one, uh, the Banshees of in- Inishirin, which I think I brought up maybe on Discord or something. Oh, um, uh, yeah. And it's Colin. I always want to say Colin Firth, but it's Colin, um, the other Colin. Farrell? The, you Colin Farrell. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> The other one. Yeah, the other one. That other Colin. <laughs> it, it's an Irish movie, but it's it's charming. It's about these two friends that kind of have a falling out. And it's, it's, it's very cute. It, it, you have to see it. It's hard to explain. Um, and I really, really loved, this was sort of like a little bit under the radar. Um, I don't think it ever came out in the theater, but that's typical Steven Soderbergh. But Kimmy... Um, it's, a um, a movie with, um, I think I told you about it, Sarah. Was it about it's, like a doll or like a, like a no, robot? No, no, no. It was about, it was about like a tech, it was about technology. It was about this girl. It's it, kind of a thriller. 
Um, oh, but but okay. it's kind of a smart thriller, I guess. Um, Zoe Kravitz was the lead. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I heard it was good. Never saw it. Kind of it's forgot great. about it. I, I think it was I, I think it was like really underrated. Um, and I don't want to tell you too much about it because it's kind of fun to dive in. The other I think the last one on my list is I just saw it the other night. I loved it. It was totally my jam, as you would say, Sarah. And that is The Eternal Daughter. And this is a Tilda Swinton uh, is the lead. Uh -huh. it's, there's not very many actors in it. She's really she plays two actors and they and and she and herself i'm not going to give too much away go to this cool old-fashioned kind of creepy uh hotel in wales and it there's a it's a mystery but it's not scary it's just like it's a very thoughtful beautifully shot i loved it i thought it was like really compelling and i love I mean, Tilda Swinton. listen anything tilda's in i'm like i will watch this not only because she's going to be good at it but but because she's so, she can choose her vehicles. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like she chooses weird stuff on purpose. Oh yeah. I love that about her. So well, when I'm like, oh, Tilda, Tilda's the lead in this, I will yeah. watch. She's like the lead times two. And she, I like to watch her sleep. I'm just like, oh, she's just compelling. And it's, <laughs> um, no, I really would like to hear your thoughts because the director, Joanna Hogg, um she's actually one to watch she's um i find her really her style is really unique she's a she's a british director um she did the souvenir uh -huh. i don't know if you saw that it's with tilda swinton's daughter but i haven't even seen them yet there are these dramas know, that are tilda swinton had a daughter yeah anyway nepo baby i know i won't even totally i won't even get into my tv list because we may be running long here but our gift to you this holiday season is to not do a little promotion in the show, which we usually do about this time. So instead, Sarah and I are just gonna yak it up till the end and oh, uh, Merry Christmas, well, you know Happy what? New Year. Uh, Heather, I, I'm sorry because you brought it up. I, I just, I'd be remiss if I didn't get the tiniest <laughs> little promotion. Tiny, um, But tiny, we'll keep tiny. it brief. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find more about how to directly support the show. We have fun episodes like this every so often. And, you know, it, it kind of keeps Heather and I on track and helps us talk about the things that we love the most. And we hope that you love them as well. Uh, with that said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this show. So fun to have you all along for the ride, talking about some of the stuff that we liked the most on our watch list in 2022. And we want to know what you guys loved in 2022. Please email us at hi at have such a good day .com. What did you love? Yeah. Please, yeah, email like, us are you like, and often, oh my gosh, forever. Heather would love this movie, and she's never mentioned it. She probably hasn't yeah. seen it, or me. Um, when it comes to me, you can just send me reality television, uh, <laughs> although I probably have seen it already. Um, I am currently watching The Real Housewives of Miami uh, new season, and they do a lot of yelling and a lot oh, of boy. Um, a lot of uh, party planning. It's like, I'm like, wow, gosh, I can't imagine party planning as much as y'all do, but good for you. And then they all fight and they all the caterers and stuff. I can see um, how anyway. it's like, it's a, a little bit of an escapism thing, but like they're never going to run out of cities. Yes. That show's going to go yes. on forever. Trust me, Heather, I have nothing in common with the wife of a plastic surgeon who's <laughs> like, I have to plan another party for like <laughs> $30 million dollars on Friday. <laughs>
don't have a lot in common with her, but still, what we watch is what we watch. Um, so always, always happy to hear from you. True that. Well, until next time, hope you had a lot of fun with us on a little, little bit of a um, a cinema themed episode of Have Such a Good Day. Until next week, stay cool, everybody. I will be Sarah, and I will be Heather forever. Have such a good day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.